I wrote a sermon earlier in the week on the topic of spiritual authority, which is a thread which indeed runs through today's passages. But an intellectual exercise in biblical criticism is not where my heart or soul is today, and I believe that it is more engaging listening to someone speaking from their heart than from their head. Today I want to talk about death, which is a topic which British society has an uncomfortable relationship with. In my lifetime, I have seen the huge and heartfelt public outpourings of grief at the deaths of Princess Diana and Queen Elizabeth, but have also experienced the awkwardness with which we can tiptoe around the subject of death and how often the British reaction to dying, death or grief is to not want to bother people and instead wait until we are called upon to be of assistance. Other cultures have a much more open and in my opinion, healthy, relationship with death. In Mexico, the Day of the Dead Festival gives families the chance to honour relatives who are no longer with us. I became aware of how moving this could be when I took my niece to watch Coco, a Disney Pixar film based around the Day of the Dead, a few years ago. I cried my eyes out. She did not. And she then told my mum that Uncle Nico had been crying. It was all fairly embarrassing, but also cathartic. I find it comforting that at this church we mark the names of members of the congregation who are no longer with us as part of the service. So why am I bringing up this topic today? Because my girlfriend's family has recently experienced a devastating series of deaths. Over the past seven years, Four people, all well under the average life expectancy, have died. And another close family member has been recently diagnosed with a terminal illness. The injustice of one family bearing so much pain has pierced the veil of Britishness in many of my friends. Rather than expressing polite sympathy, they have reacted with anger at the news due to the sheer unfairness of it all. As well as tiptoeing around grief, we often have difficulty openly expressing anger at life or God, as if somehow this will lead to punishment in the future or showing gratitude. I, for one, find that my anger tends to be reserved mainly for road rage and bad refereeing decisions against Arsenal. But the Old Testament and the Psalms are full of people railing at God disbelieving that things can change, and exhibiting utter despair. And then we come to the New Testament. I feel like some people project that Jesus was entirely passive and accepting of his fate, and had no doubts. This completely ignores two critical passages leading up to his death. The Garden of Gethsemane, where he wonders if there is an alternative to his going to his death and is shouting on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And this brings me back to today's passages, and in particular Paul's letter to the Philippians, in which he states of Jesus, he emptied himself, he humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death. In the Wayfarer group, which is meeting on Thursday evenings, 
we are reading Falling Upward by Richard Rohr, a great modern theologian, which discusses the journey into the second half of life. I would thoroughly recommend this book to anyone who might be interested. In it, he talks about the fact we each start with my story, in which we each try to satisfy our own egos. Move on to our story, learning to live in community. And eventually, hopefully, we move on to the story, which is communion with God. And this is what Paul talks of so beautifully in his letter. Emptying ourselves of our selfish ambition, humbling ourselves and becoming obedient to the point of death is not just Jesus's journey to the cross. It is the best that we as human beings can possibly hope for and the hallmarks of a life well lived. As I spend time with a man who is deeply spiritual, as he walks through the last chapter of his life with grace, it is giving me greater clarity as to my life's purpose. It is to learn to live well, and in so doing, to learn to die well. There is an irony in the fact that I balked at being this honest today, in the fear that it might be a bit much. But then I remember that as Christians we worship a God who was nailed to a tree, and that death and the hope of resurrection is the entire gig. Acting as if death will never happen to myself or my loved ones is not only delusional, it can also block me from the beauty of each moment and its impermanence. I live in the hope of the resurrection of the dead and feel the presence of those who are no longer with us and have played a significant role in my life as closely as those who are still here. This does not make death any less painful or scary for those approaching it or their loved ones. It does, however, mean that I can try to live through the darkness with some hope that somehow light will re-emerge. How dark it is before the dawn. Death may be the end of our story here on earth, but it isn't the end of the story.
Oh,